This episode of the official GAR Capital Podcast is brought to you by GARCapitalDirect.com. Check out our website for all the best crypto gear and great items for sale. Of course, from a brand name you trust, GAR Capital. So check us out, GARCapitalDirect.com. And make sure to listen to the whole podcast because I'll be naming the secret stock if you get that stock name. Write it down. Shoot me a direct message on Instagram at GAR Capital. First one to do so will win a free Ripple t-shirt. Only one winner. So the first one to get me that information, the secret stock of the podcast, will win a free Ripple shirt from GARCapitalDirect.com. Now let's go ahead and get started with the podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Carlos, CEO of GAR Capital. Welcome aboard to another episode of the podcast, the official GAR Capital Podcast. Uh, I know you guys have been waiting. Our last episode was about trader psychology. It was one of our most popular uh, podcasts that we've had. Um, got a lot of f- great feedback from it. People said they loved it. They enjoyed it. They were glad to actually listen to an episode or an actual investment group talking about trader psychology uh, for a change instead of just charting and fundamentals. So as you know, um, if you haven't heard that podcast episode yet, you need to go check it out. It's one of actually one of my favorite episodes that I've recorded yet on this podcast. Uh, we are now officially on episode six. As you know, we do our podcast every weekend. Uh, of course, this podcast and episodes are directed by you, the listener. I ask you guys every week, what do you want to hear? And then I talk about it. And uh, we had a little bit of a vote, yes, last week. And we talked about, what did you want to talk about? And I said, top 10 stocks for 2018. And that was an overwhelming, successful uh, choice. Very popular choice for everybody. I believe the percentage was like 94 to 6. 6 being no, 94% saying yes. So that being said, let's talk the top 10 stocks. Our picks, GR Capital's picks, top 10 stocks of 2018. So get your pen and paper handy, guys. We're going to go through this top 10. We're going to talk about the chart. We're going to talk the fundamentals and why we're bullish on them. So here's your top 10 stocks. And this is our no particular order, guys. So again, you don't, these are not, it's not ranked. These are just a, our top 10 stocks. They're not in any specific order. So number one stock, of course, we're going to talk here is Boeing, symbol BA. Take a look at that. Boeing is the aerospace and defense company. Now, this company has been on fire. Over 100%, almost doubled in price in about a year. Um, we've been riding that way for a while now. So, again, it's easy to say to ride a hot stock now, right? You're probably saying to yourself, well, Carlos, hasn't it just been over, overheated? Um, do you think maybe it's a little overdone? I don't think so. Right now, the price is at $343.22 a share as of today. And today is Sunday, January 28th, 2018. I do believe, uh, doing our research and everything, I do believe that this is a $400 stock. This is a $400 stock. This is my opinion. Of course, this is my opinion. These are our opinion, guys. You could do your own research as well. So, Boeing Company. We know, usually, when it comes to politics, that a Republican administration usually boosts defense stocks, number one, or defense spending, usually defense spending. Uh, the Pentagon gets more of a budget. 
we usually tend to go into a little more of a conflict. That's not a political statement. That's a fact. It's just what it is. So Boeing, Lockheed Martin, Raytheon, those kind of companies are going to get a little more love, meaning more sales and adopt more money to their end as they win more government contracts. What I like about Boeing is that they're not just only a defense company. They also make jets. So airline companies, as you know, have been bouncing back. Not as of lately, United had some bad guidance. But as of lately, airline companies have been doing very well. And they've actually ordered more um, They've ordered more planes, which is good news for us because for Boeing, because now more companies are either ordering Airbus or Boeing jets, Dreamliners, 747s, 777s, 767s. Now, again, these sales are made in a forward advance, almost like three or four or five years in advance. So they win contracts ahead of time. And these contracts are worth billions. So Boeing has been on fire with making sales. Again, sales are the key. So with that being said, Boeing's growth is based on two factors. Defense spending, you know, more North Korea chatter, air weapons, and air, airplane uh, buys from companies. Emirates, uh, and anyway, American, these guys, they buy their jets. So again, as long as Boeing has those two factors going for them, we are bullish. Their annual dividend is just under 2%, price to earnings ratio about 31.57, earnings per share of 10.87. I do like this stock a lot. Again, our call is $400 a share. I'm going to read you a couple of, uh, a couple of analysts' um, ratings on it. This is from research team at TD Ameritrade. Downgraded from accumulate 79 days at hold. They're up 30% since they've been downgraded. Uh, Credit Suisse has them at outperform. This is from July uh, 2017. The street has them rated as a buy, 727.17. And Market Edge Research, this is from TD Ameritrade, has them from long, which is the highest. And uh, I guess accumulation at the end of the day. So also big news this week, they will be reporting their earnings. So again, I can't give you what they're going to do or how they're going to do. But again, long term for 2018, this is a stock we want to purchase, we want to accumulate, We've bought calls. We've missed on calls before due to lack of interest on our contracts. But again, the stock itself, I do like to own the stock. I want to own it, buy it, accumulate, and hold it. So that's Boeing. Next one, Square, SQ. Let's go take a look at that, guys. SQ has been a stock that we've been talking about in the morning notes and afternoon notes for a while now. Uh, Square is another company owned by... Um, uh, the name forgets me. Uh, Jack from Twitter. Jack Jack Dorsey. Jack Dorsey is the CEO of Twitter and the CEO of Square. Square is a payment processing company. If you don't know who they are, they're the ones that have the little uh, square that goes attached to your phone for small businesses so they can take credit card payments. So instead of using payment process pay, pay, payment processing like First Data, which is a little more expensive, Square is better off for like smaller businesses, maybe like uh, you know lawnmower services, service-based companies. Uh, sales that are very small. If you go to any kind of kiosk at a mall, take a look at that. Go to the mall, go to a kiosk that sells like cell phone cases, right? They usually have the Square software either attached to their smartphone or the actual, the actual uh, base where they actually, if you can sign on their screen, that's a Square one. Usually that's Square. So Square is providing payment processing for small businesses. Now, this helps twofold. It helps 
small businesses get access at a lower price and it also helps square with their payment processing revenue more and more companies are using this because they are a little cheaper than a first data which is a higher end payment processing company also you can leverage square to buy either mastercard or visa which we also love but they're not part of the top 10 but take a look at those payment processing com uh, payment companies uh visa and mastercard again what i like about visa and mastercard i'm just going to say real quick quick word they don't have credit exposure they're not a credit issuer they're just a payment processor so let's say if uh, a bank like a Citibank or Bank of America has, you know, bad loans or credit card write-offs or charge-offs that doesn't affect Visa and MasterCard. The only thing that affects Visa and MasterCard is volume of swipes, how many people are using their processing service. Same thing with American Express. But American Express also has credit risk due to the fact that they actually issue their own credit cards, their own branded credit cards. So again, I do like Visa and MasterCard with the leverage of Square if you're into the payment space. They're not part of our top 10, but I like Visa and MasterCard as well. Square has been a stock that we have been in since $19 a share. It's at $45.97. They're up 200% year to date, of one year, excuse me, in one year. They did two weeks, 200% gain, way above the S&P 500. Uh, they don't pay a dividend. Again, they're still a tech company. People need to understand tech companies, small to start tech ups, they're still small, obviously. Well, given they're still, you know, relatively small. These relatively small companies, they don't give dividends and their EPS earnings per share is a, it may be negative or low because they're still gaining traction. At a, at Amazon at a point didn't make profit. Facebook didn't make profit. But what they're doing is that every time they've earned money, they put reinvested to the company and that's how they are. Tech companies, small tech companies tend to be aggressive growth. So this is a company that you can aggressively push that you can see the growth is there. $45.97 a share. I do believe that we can get to 60 easily, $60 a share by end of the year on Square. Uh, as more and more companies expand, the tax breaks that we've got for small businesses, that helps Square because more people are going to invest into that company with their payment processing. People are, we're getting into a cashless society. More and more people are buying Square. Here's the wild card. This is the wild card for Square that I do like. Bitcoin. Bitcoin and crypto could be coming up soon for Square. So make sure to watch for that because the more processing, the more payments acceptance, like a cash app, um, Square will be there to take that. I do think Square makes the jump into crypto and accepting crypto as payments. So again, you have to understand that Square is a play on, on that as well. Excuse me. <clears throat> So with that being said, you have to you have to see kind of a long-term view on Square on exactly what they're planning to do and how they're going to do it. I'm not saying that it's going to happen. I'm not saying it's going to happen tomorrow. Uh, for the most part, Cash App is the one. The Cash App is the first step towards acceptance of Bitcoin. As you know, Square owns the Cash App. Just so you know, too, as well. The Cash App just got Bitcoin, but Square doesn't own it yet. Square doesn't have it on their platform. The Cash App does. Once Bitcoin goes into Square, which I do believe it will happen, just not announced yet. Now you're talking about more and more acceptance. So that just gives us a bullish push on crypto and Bitcoin and more Square availability. 
more and more people are going to accept Square. More and more people are going to use Square. And again, this will push the stock a little more. Again, if I had to pick one aggressive growth stock, this would probably be my number two because Square has a lot more to go. I'm pretty conservative here. I'm going to say $60 a share by 2018. You can write that down. Next stock, I stay away here from tech, move away from tech, Home Depot. Home Depot is the uh, retail company that sells lumber, uh, home improvements, everything like that. Home Depot, it has to be my top three retail companies uh, in the market. Home Depot, we've been saying for a while now. Home Depot, again, if you've been watching our morning notes and afternoon notes, we've been telling you. Retail companies, Walmart, Home Depot, and Amazon. <clears throat> Excuse me. Home Depot is one of those companies I do believe are Amazon-proof. Home Depot right now closed at 207.23, annual dividend yield of 1.72%. Love that. P.E. ratio of 28.76. Decent. Earnings for share, 7.21. So again, uh, looking at Home Depot, up 1.86, uh, up a ninety up 0.91% on Friday, pretty solid. Looking at the ratings here, outperform on Credit Suisse. S Street has them as a buy. Market Edge has them on long. So again, very bullish on, on Home Depot. I do believe Home Depot is Amazon proof. You're not gonna buy lumber. You're not gonna buy stuff uh, like power tools on Amazon. Maybe you can, but contractors are not. Contractors, roofers, construction workers, Home Depot is their church. They go there and get their stuff. So again, you're talking about these, you, you go to Home Depot, right? You see those trucks coming in and they buy their they buy their equipment there. They're not on their app on Amazon buying this stuff, waiting two days on Prime. That's This is the one company that is Amazon proof. Amazon Prime, I don't care. You're not going to beat Home Depot. Home Depot still is a commercial-based business where commercial companies Small businesses, roofers, contractors, they go to Home Depot and get their stuff immediately. And again, what I like about Home Depot, it's high ticket items. High ticket items. You're not going there for five bucks. It's not Target. You're going there just for, you know, you're going for some laundry and you leave away with some candy and you're paying $10. Home Depot, you're paying a lot right away. You're leaving there with $200, $300, $400 ticket, for your for the purchase. Again, you're buying bigger ticket items at Home Depot. And I like that because again, Amazon cannot invade Home Depot space unless Amazon starts opening warehouse stores or starts opening these kind of stores, which I don't see happening anytime soon. At least for the next five years, it's not going to happen. Home Depot is the play here. It's Amazon proof. I'm buying Home Depot. I'm accumulating Home Depot. If you ask me, Carlos, what's the target price? Easily has a little more to go. I'm going to go to 240 on the closing price by 2018. Pretty conservative, but again, it's a retail play. And this is probably, this is our top three retail play for Home Depot. Home Depot, Walmart, Amazon, of course. But Home Depot is the Amazon-proof play. So take a look at them. HD. Speaking of Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> Amazon is the next stock. AMZN. What more can we say about Amazon that has not been said? We have been talking Amazon since $800 a share. It's from last year. Uh, the stock is at 60% growth. Uh, P.E. ratio, these were fundamentals you throw out the window, any kind of big tech stocks. Their P.E. ratio is 353x earnings. Again, valuations may be a little outrageous, but we know what Amazon brings to the table. I'm going to read you some research reports. Research team from TD Ameritrade 
as of down reduce, which is the lowest, downgraded from hold. It's up 41% since then downgraded. Credit Suisse has them outperformed. The street has them as a buy. Market Edge has them long. Guys, if there's a stock that I could tell you just to buy and hold almost forever, I would say two. It'd be Apple and Amazon. Uh, Amazon is the takeover. That is the conglomerate. That is the the big monster in the economy that's just going to scoop up everything. The Whole Foods buy was amazing. Jeff Bezos, to me, is one of the better managers, better CEOs of this country. And he accumulated uh, Whole Foods, which was a brilliant move, and actually lowered prices. They are so big, just like a Walmart, they can negotiate prices on items because they can buy in bulk. Amazon is, to me, Amazon is now Christmas. Holiday shopping is now Amazon. You can get whatever you want on Amazon, period. Prime, they increase the price on Prime. I am a Prime member. I love Amazon. They are amazing. I'm a customer. I'm a shareholder. They are amazing. There is no reason to tell me otherwise that they're going to drop in price. There is no catalyst that tells me Amazon's going to fall. I, I, it's almost earnings proof. They could have a destructive quarter and I'm still going to accumulate more. Because now we're looking five to ten years from now on what they can accumulate, who they can buy out, and how much more sales are going to come. My main thing is I don't care about the earnings. I care about how much sales they're doing. How big are they getting? How much are they doing? Amazon easily in about five to ten years, maybe even sooner, that's a $2,000 stock. That is a $2,000 stock. Again, this could hit $1 trillion valuation. This is a big stock. Short term, $600 is is not out of the question easily. But Morgan Stanley themselves just priced the company at $2,300 a share as they increased the buy. Absolutely insane. A monster Amazon. This is probably the easiest pitch I could tell everybody. Amazon just accumulate. The only thing people say is that it's expensive. Yes, it's $1,400 a share. Even the options are expensive. But again, if even if you buy one share, I mean, again, another way to do this, guys, this is part of our uh, wealth building seminar too. Mutual funds also hold Amazon. The S&P 500 holds Amazon. So take a look at that. If you can look for any mutual funds that own Amazon, it's going to help your growth. So take a look at Amazon, one of our favorite stocks, of course, one of our picks, Jeff Bezos. We love him. Next one. Oh, everyone knows PayPal. We've been talking about PayPal for a while. Just a heads up. PayPal is our secret stock of the podcast. PayPal, simple P-Y-P-L. If you're listening to this podcast now, pause, DM me, G-A-R Capital on Instagram. Say the secret stock is PayPal, P-Y-P-L. The first person to do that will win a free Ripple shirt from our store, G-A-R Capital Direct.com. So PayPal Holdings, $85 a share. We love PayPal. We have been in PayPal. I would say we have, I think we got in at 60 60 at PayPal. So PayPal is up about 110% into the two weeks. 66 PE ratio, 66 and a half. Earnings per share, 120, 28. PayPal has just been a monster. Think of it as the same thing as Square. PayPal is a play on small businesses. PayPal doesn't accept Bitcoin yet. When they do, we do believe it's going to soar. PayPal and Square, whatever I said about Square, as you remember, about the but the growth in, in, in business, small business, a small ta uh, tax, it breaks for small businesses, more volume, more sales. 
PayPal is the way to go. My business itself for international payments uses PayPal. PayPal takes a ton of our money, our revenue, because we pay for their service and it's well worth it. PayPal does an excellent job, great customer service. I can tell you personally from experience, PayPal is a great company. And again, that's the reason why we're buying more and accumulating. Research team has them on a hold, upgraded from reduce. It's up 108% since they upgraded from reduce to hold. Great job, research team. <laughs> Credit Swiss outperformed. The street has them as a buy and Market Edge has them as a long. Again, PayPal, S&P 500 stock, part of the NASDAQ. I mean, it's not a, not a hard sell here. We know, just like Square, the two payment processing companies I've been talking to you about the morning note, afternoon note, has been PayPal and Square. These two companies are a must-own for 2018. This company here, just so you know, is a $100 stock. In my opinion, it will hit a $100. You can write that down. $100 by 2018. We're only in January. Next company, Caterpillar. Great company, too. Great earnings on Friday, but still the stock fell. Was up pre-market, then fell. Happens. Their sales have been this be the best sales they've had since 2012. PE ratio 130-87, pretty expensive. EPS at 126, 1.87 dividend yield. Now you're probably seeing yourself, Carlos, a little expensive for a PE ratio. Yes, it is expensive according to valuations. It has grown very substantially, 64% year to date. <clears throat> One year, 52 weeks. Great volume due to the earnings at 9,045. That was on Friday. On the top of the 56, 52 week range, $467 a share currently. Uh, research team has them under uh, accumulate up 16% since they've been upgraded. Credit Suisse outperformed street on a buy and market edge has them as a long. Again, heavy machinery, uh, heavy machinery, construction business. Again, Caterpillar is a way to, it's almost, I say a leading indicator for the economy. If you start getting housing starts, take a look at housing starts. If you take a look at new home buys. As uh, you take a look at sales permits for homes, who builds the homes? What heavy machinery buys the homes or builds the homes? Excuse me. Caterpillar. Caterpillar. Industrials have been an amazing sector of the S&P 500 because we're getting more and more growth in this economy. I don't care your political affiliation. This economy is growing. This administration is overseeing a growth in this economy. We haven't hit 3% GDP growth as of yet, but we will. And again, housing is usually the first thing that pumps up. So again, your leading indicators, initial sales buys, pending home sales, sales permits for homes, Caterpillar's there because they're going to be ones building the properties. Commercial real estate, uh, commercial real estate, obviously uh, residential real estate. These are the leading indicators that are going to push Caterpillar higher. Their sales are up. They've already said since 2012, best sales they've ever had since 2012. Again, that's another leading indicator. These are hints the markets are giving you that Caterpillar is still relatively cheap here. Even according to PE ratio valuation, I still like it here. Again, 180, 190, I do like Caterpillar. Not too long-term, I wouldn't hold. But 2018, absolutely. If you start making 10% on this money, 15% on this money, I definitely would close out and, make, and close out and take your profits. But I do like Caterpillar here to get a little more momentum, even with strong EPS growth, even with strong uh, uh, sales. Again, I'd buy the dip here uh, down 1.36% on Friday. We lost some calls on that one. But again, still been a great stock, up 65% one year. Take a look at it, Caterpillar C-A-T. Next one, we're going to go back to retail, guys. 
Again, it's as simple as the largest retailer brick and mortar in the world. It's Walmart. Walmart trading at 108.39, gained yesterday, <clears throat> PE ratio of 28.82, EPS of $3.76. Uh, accumulate under research team of 2.79% as it's been upgraded um, to the street as a buy and market edge as a long. Up 63%, 52 weeks, beating the S&P, Walmart. As they see Amazon as more of a competition, guess what they're going to do? They're going to push internet sales, which is something I do believe their website is terrible, personally. But I know they're going to invest money into their online presence. I do believe that Walmart and Amazon are the two retail companies, excluding Home Depot, that are going to push themselves to the stratosphere. It's going to be the Cold War of retail stocks. They're going to fight each other forever. These two companies are the Coca-Cola, Pepsi, where they're just going to combine. They're just going to fight forever, and that's great competition for shareholders and customers. Whatever Amazon does, Walmart's going to want to do. Whatever Walmart does, Amazon's going to do. It's going to be the 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 Waltons versus Bezos, and we love it. I do 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 love it because now we're going to see more innovation. We're going to get better prices, and we're going to get more investment into the company. Uh, we do get a solid dividend here, 1.88% on Walmart. I'm not holding it for the dividend. I'd hold it for the growth. Again, great growth this year. Easily can get to 130, 140. I do like that stock definitely at 140. And again, retail play. You're gonna. What's great about Walmart too is they also have a grocery presence. Again, the largest grocer in the United States is Walmart. So again, groceries, retail store, the most brick and mortars. What does an Amazon have? Brick and mortar. The problem with that is brick and mortars provide more overhead. So again, it's kind of take which one you want. But again, those two retailers, well, I've said three, Home Depot, Amazon, Walmart, those three are buy and holds. You hold those three, absolutely don't even think about it. It's just you hold them. Great retail stores, again, even in a recession, Walmart's gonna do fine. The only thing way Walmart falls is if it's a whole sector fall. Again, it's not an individual stock fall, it's a whole sector, meaning retail space would fall then you would obviously be careful on that end. But again, if the sector falls, then you're looking at a market-wide fall. And then again, the markets, equities, futures push individual sectors and individual stocks down. It's not a testament of the stock, but it's more of a testament of the market. So again, Walmart is a, can't say recession-proof, because that's very difficult to say. But again, they are the Amazon rival. I want to own both. We do own both. Again, Walmart is a great pick. Next one. If you remember listening to the morning notes and the afternoon notes, we've been saying companies, we've been saying the word cloud a lot. Now you're probably saying cloud, cloud-based technologies. Cloud is basically taking away the big server farms, server rooms. It's basically having data in the air, the cloud. What's great about that, this is a new technology. Now we can actually access our data, whatever it may be, over the internet, over the cloud, not under servers or actual physical disks like USB CDs, like who uses CDs anymore, or hard drives. So the cloud, again, I don't know exactly technology, but I'm gonna borrow a term from the from the trader psychology. I don't need to understand it exactly, the technology in order to invest in it. I just know that it's growing. I just know that cloud is the future. So what are some of the companies that are doing cloud? Now you're probably asking me, IBM, Microsoft, uh, Oracle, uh, Salesforce.com, Adobe, Red Hat. 
tech companies that are killing it. So we go into our next stock, Adobe, ADBE, closing price 201.30, up 1.92% on Friday, PE ratio 59.46, earnings per share of 339. Uh, again, it's a tech company. We know exactly what we're getting, no dividends. Let's read you some of the reports. Upgraded 13 days ago from hold, up 4.5% since the upgrade on research team. Credit Suisse has them outperform. The street has them as a buy and Market Edge has them along. So they agree with us here. They are up 78% 52 weeks. Adobe, we've been saying for a while. Strong, strong company. Cloud-based technologies. We've said the four horsemen of strong of cloud-based technologies are Microsoft, Oracle, I mean, Oracle, Microsoft, Adobe, and Red Hat. And then the fifth one, I would say the fifth one would be Salesforce.com, which is CRM. But we're going to talk Adobe here. Adobe, to me, is the strongest out of those. I do see more growth here. 201 a share. I think we've been talking Adobe since about 150. But again, we have been talking about cloud technologies. The big elephant in the room about cloud technologies is there's one industry that does not use cloud technology, and it's government. The United States government does not use cloud technologies yet. It has not yet endorsed it or, or actually embraced it. We do believe that that is an opportunity for us to grow. Once the government actually accumulates or actually accepts cloud technology, we do believe that government contracts will be out there, more revenue, and Adobe will be a great, great beneficiary of it. And one more stock that we're going we're gonna to name next. Adobe would be one of them. Again, I want to accumulate Adobe, Adobe here. I want to keep accumulating here. 201 a share is cheap. I do think 250 is not outrageous. We can get to 250. Again, great earnings across the board, solid across the board. And again, it's a forward marching play. Earnings since 2014, 2015 has just been absolutely growing, not one drop. Our next earnings announcement is on March 15th. Their non-GAAP earnings was announced on December 14th, was $4.31 a share. Their estimate range, the highest estimate range was $4.24. They beat easily. So again, Adobe, great stock. I'm buying. Cloud-based technologies is the future. I do love Adobe with it. The next one, of course, is Microsoft, one of the largest companies on this planet. Microsoft, again, play on cloud. I just want to say their CEO has been done an amazing work. I mean, Microsoft, ever since Steve Ballmer left, you kind of see where's the leadership coming from. Gupta, I believe, is the CEO. I think it's Gupta. They're doing amazing work. Sanjay is the one. Sanjay is the CEO. Excellent, excellent work. Love their stock. Again, what's not to love about Microsoft? Office, Xbox, um, Microsoft Office, of course, Xbox, Windows, everything. But cloud is their future. $94.06 a share. 31.82 PE ratio, earnings per share of $2.96. Up about 44% in 52 weeks. Up 1.87 for today. Research team has them upgraded from Reduce, up 37.91% since they've been upgraded. Quite a Suisse has them in outperform. The Street has them as a buy, and Market Edge has them along. Everything I said about Adobe, you can say the same thing about Microsoft. Cloud-based technologies. The only thing about Microsoft is that they're a little more diversified. They have more businesses than just Adobe. I like Microsoft as well. The only thing is that since there's a really large cap stock, it's really, really large. Again, large market cap. You're not going to get the explosive growth that you're going to get from Adobe because they also pay a dividend, 1.79%. Here's the key for Microsoft, overseas money. As you know, Apple brought in some overseas money due to the tax, the tax law. Huge, huge money. That means more money to shareholders, dividend increase, more capital investment. 
I see Microsoft doing the same. Microsoft has tons of cash overseas. Once they bring that in, that's a catalyst for Rocket for the company. Again, take a look at Microsoft, one of my favorite stocks. If you have an S&P 500 fund or a mutual fund that has a little bit of tech, more than likely you own Microsoft anyways. But again, this is a stock that can easily, 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 easily get to 130, 140 by in 2018. Great stock. Again, cloud is the play here. Cloud is the play. And what I like that is that the fact that Microsoft has growth, even though it's a big company, you would say like a large cop company doesn't have much growth. They've already hit their ceiling. Not Microsoft. They have a lot more to go, in my opinion. Own it. And our last stock here, no more tech, United Health Group, Dow Component. Healthcare providers and researchers uh, and services. As you know, with the Obamacare kind of almost getting gutted, we do like United Healthcare to be a beneficiary of this. 1.21% annual dividend, 2023-20 PE ratio, EPS of 10.71, $248 closing price. Uh, it's been upgraded from hold 23 ago, 23 days ago from research team, up 10.5% since. It's about, about 52% in 52 weeks. Uh, Credit Suisse outperformed the street on a buy and market edge has as a long. Again, United Healthcare is a play on basically the growth of baby boomers getting older. Healthcare is the future here. Now, again, the government intervention may hurt. Uh, will use the is the overseer the black cloud over healthcare providers because again, healthcare is too expensive. We've heard the, the debates about it, and it is expensive. I agree. But again, United Healthcare is big enough to handle these kind of moves. United Healthcare is the largest healthcare provider. Again, their Dow component. I do like them even as a recession-proof stock. Even if anything goes down to hell, United Healthcare will still be keeping strong. Baby boomers, again, the, the, the population that was born after World War II until 1964, those are getting through retirement age, if not already. Healthcare is paramount to them. We do believe healthcare, health, United Health is the key to that. They're a huge, huge company. They can handle that volume of new retirees and older generational Americans. Again, healthcare will probably just just grow and grow and grow through the fact that if you get older, obviously you get sicker. But again, our healthcare isn't the best, but uh, as a government, government can't really handle their healthcare. You know, this isn't Britain where they have the uh, government single payer. But United Healthcare does provide the services, the insurance that everyone needs. You're going to need it anyways. And I do think United Healthcare is a stock that's going to be a beneficiary. It's not going to go away. It's not going to go away. Again, tons of cash on their balance sheet. They're going to be fine. I love the PE ratio here. 1.21% dividend. I don't mind about the dividend. Again, it's way too low anyways. But again, they're growing still. Even though it's a big cap, not as high of a growth as a Microsoft. But again, it's more of a defensive play here. I had to add one defensive play here on our top 10 stocks. But I do like United Healthcare, even in a down downturn of the market, which I don't see happening in 2018. United Healthcare will still rise. As you know, healthcare is not going to go away. It's an absolute necessity, um, especially if you have the means to own healthcare and you're not, you're not in government-run healthcare, Medicaid, or what have you. So again, United Healthcare, that's the symbol UNH. So let's go ahead and recap the top 10 stocks of 2018. And on the podcast, I'll make sure in a couple of days to post it anyways to, to make sure that you, uh, that you uh, are reminded. BA for Boeing, HD for Home Depot, AMZN for Amazon, Square SQ, PayPal, PYPL, CAT, Caterpillar, CAT, 
Walmart, WMT, Adobe ADBE, Microsoft MSFT, and UNH United Healthcare. Those are our top 10 stocks. Oh, one more thing. United Healthcare, we're going to go ahead and target here $275 a share. That's what we're going to target for 2018. All right, guys. So that's our top 10 stocks of 2018. Take a look at them. Obviously, don't take our word for it, guys. You can do your own research. This is just a guide. Again, these are all stocks that we own. These are stocks that, of course, disclaimer, we own these stocks. Again, we have positions in all of them. We're holding long term. But again, you don't have to buy these stocks. They're up to you. But they're, this is a guide to help you research. Do your own homework as always. And again, guys, wealth building is based on you. What are you going to do? What's your plan? What's your goals? You sell when you want. You buy when you want. Okay? So take a look at those stocks, those top 10 stocks of 2018. We hope you ride the wave with it as we are in a bull market. As we've been saying for a while, these are top 10 catalysts, top 10 stocks with catalysts stating how far they can go with our targets, why they're going to go up, and how confident we are in them. So again, my name is Carlos Garcia. I'm the founder and CEO of GIR Capital. Thanks again for stopping by for our podcast. Hope you enjoy it. Give us an applause. Give us a heart. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. As always, we do appreciate you every single week listening to this podcast and make sure to follow us on all of our social media platforms, GAR Capital, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and of course, YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel as always. GAR Capital is the site. GAR Capital FX is the website. And of course, this podcast is brought to you by GARCapitalDirect.com. And of course, don't forget the secret stock. If you heard it, press pause, go to your Instagram, direct message me the name of the stock. I'm not going to repeat it. If you don't remember it, go check it. <laughs> win a free Ripple shirt. Only one will win. Only one. First to give me that information will win a Ripple shirt. All right, guys. Again, I am your humble host and CEO of GAR Capital. Thank you so much again for stopping by today, guys. Have a great rest of your week. We'll catch you for the morning note on Monday. As always, happy trading and let's kill it. Have a great day and make some profits. Be great, guys. Thanks.